0: You will come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Hello, friends. It has been so fun to hear from people following the release of the episode Summer of Small Delights. People are here for the small and creating a life where you can strive for ease, even while pursuing meaningful work and personal projects. We can do this. I am so excited for us. Now, in that episode, I teased what I will be talking about today, an episode that is all about cultivating hobbies and interests. So let me share a little bit more about the inspiration. As you might recall, based on a listener request, I published an episode called Making Space for Passion Projects. And after that episode, my mind kept turning on the joy of hobbies and projects that explicitly are not a side hustle. I thought it would be really fun to collect ideas, largely in service of people who might be looking for inspiration for new things to try. But a few things were on my mind as I turned this idea over. First, I do believe that continual curiosity and learning is so tremendously important for happy and healthy living. This was something we talked a lot about at my first job out of college, where I worked at a cognitive aging lab at Brandeis University. The participants in our research studies were between 65 to 85 years old, and these incredible people always wanted to know how to stay sharp, and some of our very basic but important advice was to stay active mentally and physically. And also, I've seen this play out in real time with my own mom. You can hear Rachel Ko on this episode, The Power of Curiosity. And I really do think that her curiosity across her entire life has been so pivotal to her health and well-being. Another thing on my mind is that having interests outside of work is so important, no matter what your life stage, and the importance of this amplifies, as you can imagine, when work is no longer there, say when you retire or have some kind of life change that makes work less of a focus. And third, there's one very important thing that stuck out to me in all of my learnings about adverse childhood experiences. And that is how tapping into things that bring you joy and fulfillment can mitigate stress. Now, in the context of ACEs, this is referring to toxic stress that could rewire the brain. But I do think it applies at a basic level to our everyday experience. For example, when I refer to decorating cake as cake therapy, it is in fact the case that being able to tune into something creative and tactile has a real healing effect on me. We all need to find those things in our lives. And also, it's really fun to experiment. And so, several weeks ago, I canvassed on my personal Instagram stories asking people what hobbies or passion projects light you up at present or do you want to try? The responses were amazing and very voluminous. (laughs) And it occurred to me as I was reading them that not only was I excited about sharing the responses in an Edit Your Life episode, but I realized that reading the responses left me feeling extraordinarily hopeful that for people's aspirational items, that typing those wishes to me would help make them a more real possibility for people. So thank you to everyone who shared their hopes for themselves with me. Now, one bit of housekeeping very related to this episode. I received a note from a listener about the episode Letting Go of the Hero Role, which I would like to read. Hi, Christine. While on vacation, I caught up on podcasts and it was fun to hear my voicemail on the episode Letting Go of the Hero Role. Martyrdom is a fatal flaw of mine for sure. This is exactly the episode I needed. Thank you. I thought it was fitting to share this comment today, which I'm sharing with permission, because part of finding space for your hobbies involves an intentional claiming of space. And if you are in a household with other people, probably also letting go of the feeling that you need to be the hero or managing many of the things at the very least. So if this is something you struggle with, I definitely recommend listening to letting go of the hero role. We'll be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you struggle with boundaries and the general complexities of peopling? Relationships are necessary to our well-being and some relationships are just, well, complicated. A good chunk of the work I have done in therapy centers on relationships, how to own my part of the story, how to let go of relationships that are toxic, and how to navigate challenging relationships in a way that doesn't drain me. And all of this work helps me show up better for myself and also as a partner, mom, friend, family member, and business owner. If you're thinking of starting therapy, check out BetterHelp. This online therapy platform was designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/slash edit today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash edit. Are you, like pretty much every parent of younger kids I know, looking for a smart entertainment option for your kids? Designed for kids ages six and up, Mysteries About True Histories, also known as math, how smart is that? Is a weekly podcast full of time travel, puzzles, hidden equations, history, and humor. Every episode follows two best friends, Max and Molly, who work together to solve riddles and math equations during their time-traveling adventures. The series explores themes such as the stories behind math, critical thinking, code-breaking, pattern-solving, and more, all weaving humor in with education to make learning fun. Episodes drop every Thursday and are about 15 minutes, a great length for transition times during the day or a bedtime treat. Tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Okay, friends, let's dig in. I was so inspired by all of the responses that I received to my inquiry about passion projects, whether current or aspirational. Now, when I first put out the ask, I figured I would just pop some key recommendations into a short little mini-edit. But that wasn't happening because I received nearly 200 responses. (laughs) In fact, I needed to create a spreadsheet because I wanted to track all the responses. And I was so fascinated to see which themes were the most popular. I bucketed the responses into 15 categories that seemed pretty clear to me. And obviously, this is not indicative of a properly conducted study. I didn't have another rater backing up my categorization structure. So consider this loose data, yet very informative. This is going to be really fun. So what I'm going to do is share about the different categories of inspiration And in some cases, I'll share a few specific quotes or some specifics within categories. And I'm going to actually order this based on frequency of occurrence. So the first category is professional. And I only received one response in this lane, which makes sense because the bend of the ask was about hobbies and interests. So take that for what you will. Again, not a scientific study, but very informative. And this person wrote, that they aspire to become a counselor. I love it so much. The world needs more counselors. So if the person who submitted that note to me is listening, please follow your dream. Another category, which I just called style, was somebody indicated they wanted to learn how to do makeup. So I wanted to recommend a kit that I use. It is the Whoosh Beauty. I think it's called the Foldout Face, and it's an all-in-one makeup kit. You can get the brushes you need. But the thing I love about this is just this fold-out palette that has everything you need for eyes, foundation, blush, all that stuff. And it comes with a diagram on how to do the things. And that is something I needed when I started using it. And now I'm really lightning quick with it. So also it's a woman-owned business. And so yay, women-owned businesses. The next category was home. Somebody said that they want to spend a lot of time organizing. And so I wanted to tease out that I am going to have the wonderful Shira Gill on a forthcoming episode all about organizing. So yay, that'll be a little closer to fall, but it will be something to look forward to. So definitely be sure to subscribe to the show so you make sure you get that drop. Another interesting thing in the home category that somebody referenced wanting to pursue was upcycling and refinishing furniture. I love it. So awesome. Another category is what I called brain games. A few people referred to wanting to learn to play Mahjong, and then another person referred to daily puzzles. All of this I'm a huge fan of, and I'll say that personally that I'm a daily user of the New York Times games specifically Spelling Bee. I love that just for the word generation. I don't know, somehow it feels really good to my brain. And yes, I always want to get to Genius every day. I love Tiles. It's a very soothing, more visual thing. There's a new Connections game, which is a lot like the board game code names that my family loves. It's all about word associations. And then if I'm in the mood, I will also do the mini puzzle. So Brain Games cannot recommend them enough. The next category is one that I love, and it is relationships. I want to direct you to a really good episode called Simple Friendship Reboot Tactics that a lot of people have really enjoyed. I've heard from people on that. If you need to give your relationships some general love. But a few interesting call outs that I received that I really appreciated is one person said that they want to continue to make new friends, which I think is a fantastic goal in life. And if that is also you, I want to recommend you listen to the episode Finding Adult Friendships and Community with the wonderful author, Melody Warnick. She offers so much practical advice for how to build new relationships and find your place in a community. I loved this other specific comment, which was, I love doing my family genealogy and have done it for years as a hobby. This is something that I've always wanted to do, but have been very daunted by. So I love seeing it on this list because who knows, perhaps it will inspire me to finally move in that direction. And then another really cool idea that somebody submitted was they said, I would really like to start a giving circle. I was so inspired by Sarah Lomelin's TED Talk. I will find and link up the TED Talk in the show notes. And also, I had to look up what a giving circle was, so I just wanted to share this definition from my search online. A giving circle is a form of participatory philanthropy by a group of individuals who form a voluntary association to donate their money or time. How lovely is that? That is actually related to my next category, which I loosely bucketed as activism. Some specific call outs in that category is someone shared, I raise puppies for guide dogs of America. I love this person. This is amazing. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for what you're doing. Another mention was being a Girl Scout leader volunteering in general, and a personal favorite of mine, writing voter postcards. That is something that I need to get back into this fall. So thank you to the person who wrote that for inspiring me. The next category is adventure. Several people mentioned wanting to travel more. Somebody also mentioned camping. And again, I will also tag in a recommendation based on the episode with Melody Warnick and suggest having part of your adventure be exploring your immediate neighborhood. That's on my summer bucket list. The next most populated category was language learning, so there were many people who just said generally, "I want to learn a language," but there were also specific callouts for learning French, Portuguese, Italian, and Spanish. I am personally working on learning Korean. I have been doing a daily Duolingo practice. I've gotten a little bit stalled out on it, as I mentioned in my Summer Small Delights episode. So my next phase is going to be looking for children's books in Korean to try to provide a little bit of context around my learning. So I'm excited about that. Okay, I have a number of other categories that I want to share about and some really cool ideas, which I will do after a quick break. People often talk about the impact of things like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrition on skin, but did you know those things impact your hair too? If you've been dealing with hair thinning, you are not alone, and Nutrafol is here to help. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. I appreciate that they offer formulas tailored to different life stages, such as postpartum and menopause, as well as different lifestyles, such as plant based diets. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrifol women's hair growth supplement for six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrifol is offering Edit Your Life listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code EDIT. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. That's Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com and use promo code EDIT. That's Nutrafol.com using promo code EDIT. As you know, I am all about micro-improvements, and if you'd like to dedicate a little time each day to learn a language, I have a great solution for you. Babbel is a science-backed language learning app that offers 10-minute language lessons designed to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Materials are rooted in real-life situations, so you can learn important basics such as ordering food and asking for directions. Babbel offers personalized learning content, real-time feedback, tracking, and visualizations. And their speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. No matter what level you are looking for, casual, intense, or something in between, you can enjoy app lessons, podcasts, and live classes from the comfort of your home on your schedule. Here's a special limited time deal for Edit Your Life listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for Edit Your Life listeners at babbel.com edit get up to 60% off at com slash edit. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash edit. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, friends, I am excited to roll on to the next category, which I am bucketing as artistic. Many people included that they wanted to do some kind of painting, watercolor painting specifically. And one person noted Watercolor painting and flower gardening, literally anything by Aaron at Floret Flower Farm is pure joy to look at and read about. I will dig that link up and add it in the notes. Another specific call out was drawing and Zen doodling. And this person wrote, I draw and Zen doodle in the evening in a tiny sketchbook with fancy ink pens, less scrolling. I love it so much. A few other specific artistic call outs included working on photography pottery, and woodworking. So, so cool. Okay. The next couple categories were actually tied with artistic for frequency of occurrence. And one of those is food. One of my very favorite categories. There were a lot of references for people wanting to try baking, including specifically sourdough baking, many references for cooking, Including a few specific callouts for gluten free. And I wanted to include a callout for the mini edit gluten free favorites, which I will include in the show notes. And then also a specific callout for learning how to make preserves. And one person wrote, We underestimate cooking and baking as a hobby. You can learn and experiment and play. Yes, cosine to this. I was so delighted to see so much music <laughs> represented as the next category. General listening, yes, and creating, yes, and also some specific musical callouts included learning how to play banjo, guitar, piano, a lot of people indicated piano, singing in a community choir, ukulele, violin, playing the bagpipes, how cool is that? And then actually the person who wrote about playing the bagpipes sent me a private note with a little bit more context, and they wrote, I grew up in a very Irish Catholic neighborhood where bagpipes were the soundtrack for milestone events like weddings, funerals, graduations, etc. I didn't realize how much I've internalized them as a connection to home until a couple of years ago. I looked for a teacher when I lived in Boston and couldn't find any, and now in a town in New York, I've actually found a teacher who can take me on in the fall, so we'll see. Oh my gosh, I am rooting for you and the bagpipe adventures. Thank you for sending me that detailed note. It just made my heart sing to think about that emotional connection to music and the context there. The next most populated category was in the literary department. That's what I called anything related to reading and writing. There were so many callouts for people who want to read more, which I love, and also somebody who indicated they want to read specifically with a book club, which I think is a great way to get into it. There were also a lot of call-outs for people who want to write, including writing a book, writing fiction. And so I wanted to recommend to those people who want to pursue some personal writing is to listen to my episode, Creating a Self Directed Practice, because in that episode, I talk all about how to set up some kind of regular practice for yourself. And in this specific instance, I mean, it could apply to many things, but in this specific instance, I was talking about the writing practice I developed that led me to write 80,000 words of a memoir. Okay, we're getting to the top three categories or the most populated categories. And the third of those is Stuff related to nature. Somebody indicated that they want to pick up bird watching. Somebody indicated wanting to build a mini farm, which sounds delightful. There were so many people who indicated wanting to pursue gardening, which is something that is a personal goal for me too. And sometimes people specified flowers, veggies, or berries, but just gardening in general. Someone indicated gardening is so good for mental and physical health. And it brings me so much joy to see things grow. I want to be there too. (laughs) And then the last thing that I put in the nature category is somebody wrote, I just realized there's a pigeon racing team by me and I'm intrigued. So before I even put this into the nature category, I had to Google what pigeon racing is. And according to the internet, Pigeon racing is the sport of releasing specially trained homing pigeons, which then return to their homes over a carefully measured distance. I am utterly fascinated. So anyway, that is another thing you could consider pursuing. The second most populated series of responses comes in the category of crafts. I love, love, love the idea of people doing things with their hands. I put things that felt more crafty in a separate category to things like painting. I hope that's okay with you all. That's just how my brain did it. But in the crafts category, specific call outs included basket making, many for crafting in general. A lot of people indicated wanting to learn crochet, cross stitch. Many people mentioned embroidery and one person wrote, I want to embroider cute little flowers on stuff someday. And this reminded me of a couple of friends I know who do, I don't know if there's an official name for this type of project, but they basically have one embroidery hoop and they just embroider one tiny thing on it each day. I think my friend Kristen is doing it broken up into like a series of 12 months, like a pie chart with 12 months, but I figure you can do it any which way you want to do it. So I'm thinking that whoever submitted this desire to embroider cute little flowers should just. Pick one item and put one little tiny flower on it each day. A number of people indicated they want to learn knitting. And there were many people who indicated wanting to sew, Uh, sewing clothes. Somebody said they want to learn how to make a skirt this year. Somebody else mentioned making quilted jackets. Speaking of quilted jackets, there were also a number of call outs for quilting in general. A couple other final craft categories. One was making friendship bracelets as inspired by Taylor Swift fans, very of the moment. And then somebody wrote memory keeping on my planner. I love printing photos on sticker papers. So sweet. I love that. And then the very most populated category was movement. People want to get out and move and do something. And I loved seeing all the different responses that came in. There were a lot of comments for general fitness and if you're looking to build in a routine, I will direct you to the mini edit called Movement Routine Reboot. That was based on a listener request. But otherwise, here are some specifics. Somebody wrote, I've set a goal to hike five of the major mountains around my city this summer. How awesome is that? There was also aqua size, adult ballet, biking, both cycling and mountain biking. Somebody mentioned circus class with aerial silks and hoops. They wrote, it's challenging, fun, and I get to play. Another person wrote, I'm finally learning to surf. I'm looking forward to a week long surf camp this summer. How awesome is that? A number of people mentioned learning to play golf. There were many mentions of hiking, also kayak. A ton of people want to learn how to do pickleball. Pilates and yoga received a number of mentions, soccer, social dancing, especially West Coast swing, swimming, tennis. Walking, including training to lead local walks and Zumba. I mean, how incredible are all of those responses? Now you can see why I needed a spreadsheet. There were so many. I hope you've gathered so much inspiration for fun and joy. I have a huge smile on my face just reading and sharing about all these responses and thinking about people pursuing things that make them really joyful and help them move and help them use their hands and get out of their heads and feel their bodies. It's just so good. You'll find the show notes for this episode, including links to resources and related episodes at edityourlifeshow.com. As ever, I would love to hear your thoughts and questions. Come say hello on Instagram or Facebook at edityourlifeshow or send an email to edityourlifeshow at gmail.com. I would also be grateful if you would drop Edit Your Life, a review on Apple Podcasts, or tell a pod-loving friend about the show. Thanks for listening.
1: No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. we'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us,